0: I'm Melvin York, and this is Gardening with Daddy Pete. Uh, Today, we're going to start a segment. It's probably going to be two to three parts. Uh, I don't want to um, go through this one too quickly. And what we're going to do is we're going to entitle this one, Why to Garden? Why to Garden? And um, I know a lot of times that we garden uh, for the different reasons Uh, we want healthy food we want fresh food Uh, we do it as a hobby Um, sometimes it's the thing to do or it's the end fad but gardening now and this day and time is uh, more necessary than you probably know now We do the podcast here uh, at Daddy Pete, and this is uh, not just to, you know, make you aware of our products. Uh, Honestly, we do enjoy seeing people garden. I have my whole life. I'm going on next to 68 years old. Gardening has always, always, since I can remember walking uh, between the farm and across the road the farm with my grandfather uh, the house at dad's uh, farming gardening my mother was always the one that was into in her spare time uh, with the flowers and the shrubs so it's always been a part of my life a part of my life that i enjoy uh, years back people started gardening started to diminish in the neighborhoods and now they're coming back and I've been a big advocate and a fan of helping people to start that tradition again. Not only is is a uh, tradition that you need to teach your children, learn yourself, but now more than ever, it may be a necessity more than a tradition. Now, uh, the reason I say this, and the reason I said it's going to take two or three parts, to do this, I finished the segment. Our last segment was uh, while we're, we were talking about how that this time of year again. Let me remind everybody we're in the Piedmont of North Carolina, seventeenth of July, and uh, you know we can still extend our summer garden. Most year things can be planted, get a second crop on them like beans, uh, some varieties of corn, early day corns, uh, sweet corns. Uh, cucumbers uh, would be one uh, you can plant summer squash uh, tomatoes and peppers believe it or not if you can find the plant you've already got somebody that has plants and they are available you can go ahead and transplant those and these are the things that can come along now one thing you want to remember if you did plant beans uh, and uh, the beans that are what we used to call when we would let things go to seed, we'd say, Well, we're gonna lay them by. In other words, we're just gonna let them go ahead and finish out their cycle. We've already picked over them once, twice, three times, depending on the season. So we're laying it by. A lot of times after we cultivated the crop or to finish growing, we say, Well, we're laying this field by. So just to give you an idea of the terminology, uh, what I'm speaking about. Uh if you have not uh pulled up or done away with your bean plants and are still producing beans and some got uh, bigger or older than what you like, they're going to turn to seed. Let them turn to seed if you have room for them. Uh, You can zip the internet and it can tell you how to save those seeds. uh, And that would be a good one. We're going to go into why beans are probably one of the number one things that you need to grow and save. We'll get into that with you. One of the things that uh, I want to tell you about, uh, people have talked about food shortages in the United States. We've already seen that, regardless of what your news tells you, regardless of whatever the proof's in the pudding when you walk in to the grocery stores and you see empty shelves. uh, To me, that's a shortage. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, We have every excuse for it. The government gives us excuse. Well, the reason we're having shortage is because kind of COVID. We don't have enough workers. Uh, the plants can't run, or the processing plants can't run because of not enough workers. But yet, we're still paying people that's able-bodied to sit at home. And so, regardless of how these shortages are coming about, uh, we do have a shortage. Don't make a mistake about that. Make no mistake about that. There are shortages there. There are shortages coming. And uh, there's probably no way around it. A friend of mine works for a flour company here in the Piedmont uh, that makes uh, uh, flour for all your baking needs. And they supply uh, huge companies with flour. They were down for two days. They didn't have uh, grains or wheat to produce that. And here it is right in the harvesting season. Rain has just been harvested, your wheat has. and But yet there's a shortage, not only here, but there's a shortage worldwide. Uh, I read an article, and you can go back and you can see this on the USDA, and we'll talk some more about it. And if you're interested, uh, it's going to be two to three-part segment of this so I can get you all the information. You can check this out. Everything I've got will be credible uh, that you can go right back uh, to the Internet and uh, you'll see it through the government agencies or you'll see it through a credible news article uh, that you can also trace back into the government agencies. Of The USDA would be one of the main ones. Um, But the thing is, uh, we were down worldwide And the latter part of May of this year, which is 2022, uh, to less than a 20-day supply of wheat, not for the United States, but worldwide. That's kind of scary. Now, uh, most people under the uh, influence of the government have stockpiles, and we do have stockpiles. The only thing we don't stockpile is food. Now, we do stockpile some wheat. I think we keep 24 to 27 million bushels. But that would be for nations away from the United States in time of their need. In other words, for foreign help. But as far as a stockpile for the United States, the only stockpile which is very small is stockpiled by FEMA, which in a National Emergency in one area where they can rush in and distribute out some water, some types of food, et cetera. Now, but they're still depending on other parts of the country to make that happen too. It's not like it's stored in the everything stored in a warehouse to pull us through another Katrina. And that's only at that geographical location. We're not talking about the whole United States. We're only talking about a state or the edges. Uh, The whole thing that Katrina done probably would make one state. And there's 50 of us. So, no. Do we have strategic stockpiles in the United States? We do. We have some on oil, uh, you know, medical. We do have medical and medical equipment stockpile. Uh, Then we have... uh, some other things that the government can draw on, like uh helium that could be used in times of our uh, armed forces could do that. We have uh, a strategic supply of petroleum reserve that we've tapped into here just in the last few days so again, uh, we do these to strengthen national security and protect the u s foreign policy is m- mostly why these stockpiles have been created. Um, The strategic national stockpile actually grew out of an earlier program, which was the National Pharmaceutical Stockpile, uh, which Congress created it, I think, around 1999 to serve as an emergency supply of drugs and vaccines in case of a wake of a terrorist attack or crisis affecting public health. It was overseen at that time by the CDC or the Centers of Disease Control. Of course, in uh, um, in 2003, uh, we went on, and later, then we started uh, the, uh, at one time, actually made it bigger, the strategic stockpiles for petroleum and for some other things that we've done. Now, I know here is where the misconception comes in on food. Um, during our farm programs and all, um, the government would actually buy the surplus that farmers had or that dairies had. Uh, you know, I'm sure you remember, or if you're my age or a little younger, or you've heard talk of it if you are younger, that the government bought milk. Um, we uh, made cheese, butter, stockpiled it, Uh, they took the milk, put it in powdered milk, and that was to help the hard dairy farmers from losing their farms Um, at that time. That's what they used it for. Uh, But those were handed out during the programs uh, of the welfare or would be called today SNAP or WIC or some of the many other programs that does basically the same thing, and I think we have 24 to 27 of them. Now, I'm giving you a lot of information here. You say, well, what's that got to do with gardening? I'm getting there. Uh, just hang with me. Um, but these programs was not a thing that lasted. We don't have a stockpile of cheese now. We don't have a stockpile of, of dry milk. We don't have a stockpile of beans. Uh, we don't have a stockpile of wheat. Not for the United States, anyhow. So these are the things that I want you to know when you're growing your garden and if you have a chance to make it bigger and you utilize as many months of the garden as you can, you're going to have to be and will help you, your neighbors, your family to be more uh, self-sufficient on as much things as you can. Now, staples uh, in our diet would be something like milk. Uh, That's the thing you want to keep around. Dried beans is a good one that uh, we keep. Dried rice, these things. Of course, rice. We're not here where we do uh, do grow rice around here. At uh, one time, though, in the uh, low country, of South Carolina, back during the Civil War times, that was what it was known for. It, the rice that it grew. So, is it possible there are areas in North Carolina, South Carolina, and all that could grow rice? Well, sure they are, uh, but that's getting past where we're at right now we're talking about your gardening and why it's a necessity to garden uh, if you have the capabilities uh, to do so again we've talked about different ways of gardening you can pot garden you can garden in pots you can raise bed gardens Uh, there's actually what i call a fake raised bed you could mound up and plant off of that uh, you can row garden if you have the land, plant everything's in a row, cultivate in between. There's just so many ways we can do this. And uh, as we go through, I hope that we're helping you understand that here in the Piedmont part of North Carolina, you've got about 10 months out of the year that you can actually harvest vegetables, plant garden. The other two months, it just about takes that time to prep and get ready to keep these gardens going. So, that's the part that we want to help you with. But I do want to give you just uh, an example of what things are going through. So, I give you a quick overview today of uh, the real truth is that we do not, as a nation, stockpile food. Uh, and I'm going to go through more of that and tell you what we have got and how little that it really is. Uh, now, now, I talk to people every day. That's not going to happen. We're America. That's not going to happen. Oh, no, you're wrong. Well, okay. All right. Let's just say that it's not going to happen. Let's just say that it's not happening now, even though we're looking at empty shelves. What will it hurt for you to be prepared for you and your family? Now, if your family's like mine, I've got some of my family that, oh, you know, you know, that's not going to happen. Okay. Okay. You're entitled to your opinion. But when you see the facts before you, and I'm hearing things every day of where this is short now, this is short. And if you really start looking up things and go on your USDA pages, uh, go on your agriculture pages, see where the grain's leaving the country, where it's being exported, uh, where our commodities are going. And then you'll understand how important that your garden really is to you. Now, again, at Daddy Pete, we are concerned about, and very concerned, about things that's going on in today. And by that, I mean what's going on in 2022 and what's going to be going on in 2023. Uh, No, we don't read the future. But yes, history does repeat itself, so to speak. And again, you take what's in front of your eyes and you look and you make a decision on what you want to do. Uh, Pretty simple, you know. Uh, But our main focus is to make sure that if you do choose to grow a garden and grow it all the way through, we want to help you. Now, we do offer products that helps out. that's not our goal with this podcast is to sell products. Uh we introduce them to you. We'd like for you to have a good product. If you choose to buy our products, we thank you. If you choose not to, we still want you to listen to our podcast. We still want to help. And uh that's what we're gonna do. Now please, please, please understand I'm not getting into politics when I start telling you what our United States has done because during this time and when we we'll go back, it's you know Everybody was involved as far as politics goes. So this is not what this is. It's not a politician bashing thing. This is reality of where we're at, what went on beforehand, what's going on now, what we can do to avoid it. It's just that simple. Uh, Again, your party affiliation makes no difference to me or uh, that's, that's not what we're here for. We're here to make sure that you are successful in your gardening. Now, we started that today and kind of give you just a little overview of what's going to be going on. And as we're uh, doing that, we're going to be giving your garden tips along, like I talked about today. One of the things that you can grow more of next year than you do this year, where you can save is beans, let them go to seed, dry. Them. That takes no electricity. As far as running the freezer, uh, if you got them canned, you don't have to worry about doing that, and and can some, freeze some. Sure, it's fine to do all that, but you want to dry some too, because here's the thing: you can cook dried beans, and you can plant dried beans. So you've got a dual purpose when you dry those beans and correctly and put them up, and scrape the back. You save them if you can't. The bean seed will stay good, most of them, six to seven years. So you don't have to worry about losing them. And uh, that's also for eating purposes, too. So that's just a good thing. I'm giving you a little bit of a hint here. uh, If you've got space for more beans, grow some. Again, that's a staple. And you're making sure that you're being prepared a little bit. I don't want to go in and call you. Call this prepping or whatever, but I do want to call it common sense. We take uh, what we see happening and we prepare for it. It's just that simple. Uh, I do want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast, and I hope it does uh, encourage you to garden. I hope it does help you. hope we give you some good tips. Uh, if you get a moment and uh, you have time, sure would appreciate you going to uh, our webpage. That's daddypeach.com. And you can click on uh, our podcast there. And if you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if we can help you in any way or if we had not covered a topic uh, that you have questions on or curious about. Uh, also, while you're there, sign up for our email. Uh, we send that out once a month. It's free to you. We don't use uh, your address, your email address to advertise with or. You're safe with us you know that's not our intent here our intent again is to help you garden uh while you're there take a look around of our products uh, i'm sure that uh, some of your projects uh you'll be uh, uh glad to see that we do offer something for just about every project that you're doing as far as gardening or landscaping and uh, we just uh I appreciate you so much you taking the time just to look at our products. Well, this is uh, all we're going to do for today on the subject. But why gardening? Why garden Why do I need to garden? You know, is it really worth it? Uh, the answer is yes. It's more than worth it. Uh, am I going to spend more money than it returns? No, no. You're going to. Uh, your return is going to be so much more. It's going to be so much more. Uh, usually in monetary, it's going to be so much more. In mental health, it clears your mind. It gives you a sense of accomplishment. If you have kids or grandkids, you're teaching them something and helping them be self-sufficient also. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really worth it. Well, until next time, uh, again, this is Melbourne, York. And you've been listening to garden with daddy Pete. Thank you.